It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And welcome back to Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. It's almost time to ring in the new year as we count down the final hours of a most unusual 2020, unprecedented even, and prepare for brighter days ahead in 2021. It seemed like a good idea for one of our sit-down chats with Commissioner Jacobs. This is how we started the Decal Download podcast back on September 24th, 2018. Hard to believe. Now in our third season and Commissioner, a chance to discuss a variety of topics today. Absolutely. It's hard to believe we've been doing this for over two years now, but it's been a lot of fun and hopefully informative for our listeners. We sure hope so. We hope there are people out there <laughs> we listening. We do hope so. <laughs> I don't check to see. <laughs> no, we're having a nice time and uh, chatting and, and meeting a lot of great people. And this has been a great year. We've had some really wonderful guests uh, on the program. Uh, today, you're kind of not in the hot seat. We're going to just talk about some different subjects that people have wanted to know about. You know, we're uh, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, our YouTube channel. And occasionally, we like to gather up questions and comments we receive and uh, ask the commissioner to respond. We also have some questions submitted by our decal team today. So if you're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. So let's get started. I guess you can't discuss 2020 and look back on the year without discussing COVID-19. It has defined um, just about everything we've done this year, the public health emergency uh, here in Georgia. Tough question, but what was the biggest impact on early child care and education? Well, yeah, we definitely weren't expecting 2020 to go quite this way. Uh, that's for sure. And um, may I, maybe I was naive, but I definitely didn't expect us to be in this posture for so long. But here we are. Um, but childcare was absolutely impacted in a, in a large way. Um, you know, the governor never mandated a closure of childcare. He specifically allowed them uh, as a business to remain open because he knew how important they were uh, in serving children, especially at the height of the pandemic in serving essential workers, children, so that they could go to work. Um, so they never closed down or were mandated to close down, but many of them had to make a really difficult decision to close. And so back in the March, April timeframe, when all this began, um, only about 30% of licensed childcare was open. Many of them had made really difficult decisions uh, to close their doors uh, for various reasons. Uh, the good thing is uh, right now, I would say over 75%, I'd say closer to 80% of childcare programs are back open. But what we're hearing and what we've seen from some of the data that we've collected, that even though they're open, their enrollment is drastically down, either because parents, um, they don't need care, maybe they're able to work from home, or maybe they don't feel safe, or they could have experienced a job loss themselves and don't need it and obviously can't afford it. So obviously, this is impacting um, the childcare industry in a pretty dramatic way. And I would say if you want to go back in our decal download archives, you can hear from some of the child care providers who were able 
to stay open uh, during the pandemic. It's actually kind of interesting, if, and we hope that everybody is interested in all of this, but if you go back to the start of the year, it's fascinating to listen to the first couple of podcasts. We were just trucking along. <laughs> Everything was okay. Yeah. And then along comes March. And to hear our program, which was probably one of the most popular programs we've done this year, of how are we coping with COVID-19? Oh, my gosh. So interesting to listen to what we were thinking back then versus today. So we encourage you um, to do that. Um, Let's uh, get some questions from some of our team. Uh, here's one from Deputy Commissioner of Finance and Administration, Ryan Ringsrud. Ryan says, since DECAL has not been traveling this year due to COVID, how much has the agency saved in travel costs and what will it do, uh, what will we do with these funds? It's a great question, Ryan, considering I would ask him for the exact amount since he is the <laughs> Deputy Commissioner of Finance and Administration. Um, but yeah, you know, DECAL, a lot of what DECAL does is travel since we uh, we do support child care programs all throughout the state. And so, of course, we reimburse our employees for their travel costs. And our travel stopped in March. And so we haven't had um, many, many travel costs to be reimbursed uh, this year. You know, I don't know the exact number. It's probably a hundred thousand or more that we've saved, and um, I don't know exactly what we'll do with the money. Uh, what's important to remember is this is just really a one-time savings, so we couldn't use those dollars that we we've, we've saved from travel to do anything that would be permanent or a recurring cost. So it would have to be some type of one type one-time expense, um, maybe like a computer upgrade or something that's needed, but. Um, I'm sure that there will be some needs and the, these extra dollars will definitely come in handy. Um, but I know our folks are ready to get back in the field. And so that will just be a one-time savings for this year. Right. Uh, Catherine Broussard, Director of Process and Policy in our Child Care Services Division. She asked, what is one thing the pandemic has taught you that decal can change or was not as important as you previously thought? Oh gosh, that is, um, that's a tough question to answer. I mean, I think I just have to generally say that I don't know that I have a specific answer for what decal can change in the way we're doing things. All I can say at this point is we have undergone, undergone a humongous amount of change since March and really done a great job of responding. And that's what we've been focused on. So I think now maybe when we can get a breather, we can take some time to look back at all the things that we did change and we did implement and what needs to remain in place, um, even when we're out of this uh, public health emergency in this pandemic. So I would say more to come on that as we hopefully can take a breath from just responding as rapidly as we possibly can to help childcare and, and our staff and children and families, and then really determine on, you know, what do we need to change? What do we need to keep going forward? And, you know, kudos to childcare services on their virtual visits, uh, yeah. something that we do on a regular basis throughout the year. Uh, probably not something that we want to revert to completely, but something maybe we want to keep in our tool chest for, uh, for the future. Yeah, that was a very innovative um, invention from our child care services team. They really did a great job of getting that up and running really quickly with the help of our IT division as well. And I do think there are, um, there are parts of that virtual visit that we may be able to keep to streamline that, that process of our visit. Um, and they've done a great job. I know Quality Rated has also done some virtual yeah. uh, things. Um, so it's, uh, it's been an interesting year, for sure. <laughs> uh, 
Um, DECAL has distributed over $92 million in CARES funding to licensed child care programs in Georgia impacted by COVID-19 in the first round of STABLE, and that is short-term assistance benefit for licensed entities. Uh, DECAL awarded more than $38.8 million in financial support to 3,789 licensed child care providers. Second round was $54 million to 3,677 providers. Money paid out so far represents about two-thirds of the $144 million Georgia received this year under the Federal Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security, or CARES Act. Overall, what kind of reaction have we seen from the child care community in Georgia because of that? Well, it has been very positive, and they have been uh, very thankful for the funding that they received through the stable grants. Um, not j- and not just the funding that they received, but we tried to make the application process really simple and very quick so they could get the money uh, deposited into their bank account and begin spending it um, as soon as possible. We received uh, very, very positive feedback, and we're happy to do that um, very quickly for child care. That was the point of the money to send it directly to child care to help to stabilize them. So they'll be ready to go when things are back to normal. And are you getting any idea on how they're using uh, the funds? I know we've talked to a few, uh, even yeah. here on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And we also did a survey, you know, we always like to gather a little bit of data to, to figure how things are going. And what they've told us is um, they're using it to basically pay for facility costs, you know, their rent, their mortgage, Um, any type of utilities. They're also using it to pay uh, their staff. And then, of course, they have a lot of new requirements um, that they are having to meet uh, to keep things safe around, you know, sanitation and keeping groups separate and things like that. And so they're using it for um, these types of PPE requirements as well. Mm. Good to know. We know that uh, COVID had an impact on pre-K. Georgia's pre-K program this year offered in traditional, virtual, and hybrid classroom settings. What about enrollment? What are we seeing overall so far this year? So enrollment is down this year. Um, We don't really want to give a final number because we receive updates uh, several times a year and we continue to see it increase every time we receive a roster update. So which shows us the number of children that are enrolled, Um, but it is definitely down this year, which um, the whole country is experiencing in pre-K and kindergarten. You know, parents are, are deciding to, um, keep their children out of pre-K and even kindergarten at this point, and then we'll make decisions next year when things look different. And are you thinking parents aren't comfortable with children being involved this year, regardless of all the choices available? Yeah, I think that's a lot of it. That's what we're hearing anecdotally. You know, as you mentioned, we did give three choices, traditional, virtual, and hybrid, to try to... um, Uh, help every family depending on their circumstances and pre-k programs uh, were to select the 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 setting that best fit the needs of their families and I think they did that Um, but at the same time you know there are concerns that families may have um, medically that we don't know about and it just keeps them out of pre-k for this year and so yeah I do think it's um, just an issue of being comfortable sending their child to a, a setting with a large group of children. Mm -hmm. It's been a little bit of a challenge for parents this year because the model keeps changing in public schools all over the place. Right. So what might be happening today might change tomorrow. So exactly. It seems like it changes every day. (laughs) It does. Got to stay tuned. Uh, Back to our employee questions from Melvia uh, Usuri, a budget administrator uh, in finance. A good question here, Melvia. What is the biggest accomplishment or goal you would like to see the agency attain in the coming year 
What do you consider the agency's biggest win or wins this year? I like the way she's thinking. And where do you think the agency failed or what did we not accomplish that you wanted to accomplish in 2020? You know, I think my response on this is just everything positive. I am so proud of the way DECAL has responded and shifted so quickly um, to continuing the work that we do every day. And most of us, um, you know, we don't work from home every day, but we've adapted and the work continues and we continue to be um, that gold standard in state government, like I like to refer to us. Um, I can't pick, I can't just pick out one biggest accomplishment. You know, we're, we're going to talk about our, all of our accomplishments when we do our DECAL holiday celebration, because I think that's important. And I ask each division to give me one. And boy, that was even hard for each division to give me one accomplishment. And so um, I wouldn't do it justice if I just said one accomplishment. I would say overall, um, I'm proud of every person at DECAL. Um, Each of us has come together to really make sure that we continue the important work that we do. And if we've had to change the way we do it, we've changed it. And I don't think our customers have noticed a difference. And so Um, I hope for next year that we just continue the work, but I really do hope that we can be back in the office. Um, Although we haven't missed a beat uh, working from home, you do miss that personal contact and those relationships that you build in the office. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I'm hoping for, that we will be back in the office safely in 2021. You know, what was interesting about that exercise on naming your top accomplishment for 2020 even though we were in the middle of a pandemic, I think all of us kind of went, wow, we, we did a lot of good things this year, yeah. regardless. Uh, yeah, totally different picture of the way we do our work, but I think all of us came up with a couple. And so narrowing that down, that's the good news <laughs> is we had to narrow it down to one. It's, it's not like we said, oh, you know, we had a pandemic, so we were closed. That's no, we were, no, we were we open never closed. This. Exactly. Maybe more so now. It felt like we were doing seven days a week there for <sighs> a while versus five days a week. So we're winding down 2020 and in spite of the pandemic and the continued upheaval for the childcare community, Commissioner, what are you looking forward to most in 2021? If you can choose one thing. You know, I have to choose one thing. I think it's um, just trying to get back to normal. Um, I don't want to call this the new normal anymore. Um, I think that uh, this is temporary, although a long Uh, a long time coming. So I think 2021, we're just all looking forward to getting back to normal, the vaccine being readily available for those who want to take it and stopping the spread of COVID-19. Yeah. We kind of touched on this earlier, but uh, the pandemic started back in March. We saw the number of open childcare programs drop to around 30%. We have 4,486 licensed childcare programs in Georgia. And you're saying basically from what you're hearing, we're at about 75% or more. Are they coming back now with the financial assistance, do you think, or they just feel like it's a a better time? You know, I think that's, that's a hard question. Um, I'm hoping that the financial assistance has helped them um, to reopen their doors. Uh, So, because we need them and communities need them and uh, families need them. Um, So I'm hoping that's the case. You know, of course, there are a few that are still closed. Uh, the, the bad news is the attendance is still down. When we compare February attendance to October attendance, we're seeing about a 25% decrease. And so obviously um, that is a factor in how they run their businesses as well. So um, childcare is still being impacted, but I'll have to say that one silver lining that I've seen from the pandemic is uh, more now than ever, people are understanding the importance of childcare. You know, at DECAL, we've always 
um, stress the importance of childcare, especially for brain development. But I think now more than ever, our state and, com- and at community level, everyone's recognizing how important it is for families as they go back to work. And so if there's ever a silver lining in a pandemic, I think that is one of them that we should continue to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, it's been a great year and uh, <laughs> we've enjoyed uh, sharing these moments with you, our listeners, as we continue. We would love to hear from you uh, about future topics. You know, I, I mentioned we started this on September 24th, 2018. You can go back. They're all archived at Decal Download, um, our website. So you can go and, and check that out. But if you've got suggestions for future topics, and we intentionally this year tried to record a little more frequently so that we could stay topical and um, you know keep it time sensitive, write us at decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Let us know a thought, even if it's just a topic. We can take that and go find guests, or if you have a specific guest you'd like to hear from. I know everybody loved hearing from Clark Howard and Coy Bowles, and we had some celebrity guests on uh, this year. So um, do you have any topics that you've been thinking about we haven't covered so far? I have not, right? But thank you for putting <laughs> me on the spot. But you know, we always feel like, oh gosh, what are we going to talk about next? But we always have something relevant. Uh, we always have content and that makes me happy. <laughs> and it kind of, it sort of falls in our lap because yeah. we'll be working on something and maybe it's a new grant or maybe it's uh, a new study, you know, that we've uh, uh, taken care of. And we, we do draw a lot from our different presentations, our board meetings and, and things like that. But we would love nothing more than to hear from you, the listener. And um, we would know for sure that we're doing something you're interested in. So uh, let us know. Uh, what that might be. Commissioner, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. We will uh, be back together in 2021. We will. <laughs> we hope you will be too. And uh, thanks for, uh, for staying with us here on Decal Download throughout the year. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, I'm Mimi Fredrickson, and I work in the Department of Quality Innovation and Partnerships as a quality rated assessor in central eastern Georgia. My question for Commissioner Jacobs is, how are child care providers, including programs and staff, currently weathering the economic and emotional consequences of the COVID pandemic? Thank you. Uh, well, Mimi, that is a great question. Uh, we have seen since March that the pandemic has definitely um, taken a toll on child care throughout Georgia. I think um, some of the biggest um, impacts are um, they, some of them made tough decisions back in the March, April timeframe to close their doors for whatever reasons. And about that time, only 30% of childcare was open. The good news is uh, when we look at our numbers today, closer to 80% of childcare is back open, which is great news. Uh, but what we know from some data that we've collected recently is that even though they're open, their enrollment is still down. And of course, you know, they depend on that enrollment so that they can hire teachers and, of course, pay their bills. And so um, their enrollment is still down uh, about 25, about 25 percent from what we looked at um, from their February enrollment to their October enrollment. We've seen a decrease in, in about 25 percent on average throughout the state. So, of course, financially, they are struggling. Uh, fortunately, the federal government did um, send about one hundred and forty four million dollars of CARES money to DECAL. And uh, to date, we've sent $92 million of that money directly to child care providers in the form of stable payments to help them stabilize 
so they can uh, be up and running when all of this and and survive this pandemic. And it's time to give you a chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers received. Just email your response to decal download at decal.ga.gov. We'll put all the correct answers together, draw out one name, and you will be our winner. We're going to make it easy this week. Here's the question. How many licensed childcare programs in Georgia? How many licensed childcare programs in Georgia? Send your answer to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.